Listen to another podcast recently about mm-hmm. speculative realism. Ooh. That's fun, but you know it's not really relevant to anything we're doing right now. Chris, are you? Let me ask you this. Um, oh God damn it! I could have made reference to Robert Nozick. I know who Robert Nozick is. I didn't realize he was. I knew. I thought of Robert Lo- Nozick as just a straightforward libertarian, <laughs> not a libertarian free will guy. I you were going to say. I thought you were going to say Robert Loja for a second. No. Robert Loja. Robert hey, Goulet, um, I was going to say. <laughs> uh, let me ask you this. I'd um, like to hear it. A, you know, just, I'll allow uh, it. Just a, as a question. Uh-huh. Sure. What's your favorite podcast or like new podcast that you've come across? It's a great question. Thank you for asking. Yeah. I'll, I'll, uh, the floor recognizes Jonathan Douglas Gibson. Uh, it's li- Listeners, it's our favorite segment. Podcast recommendation are... are cavalcade of podcast recommendations uh the one i have for you this week jonathan is uh, a little podcast called weird studies um, this one's this one's produced by uh two hosts I, I believe they're named phil ford and jf martell they're both uh canadian by birth and that makes it fun Phil Ford is a musicologist professionally and so that makes it fun too cuz sometimes they get into musicology that's that's actually literally I mentioned that I was had listened to a thing about speculative realism recently that was on weird studies nice um if yeah I've only listened to a few episodes but so far I have enjoyed it um you know, judging by their website I think they're also hosted by Fireside it's very possible, and I think, I think it's high time that they come on and guest host this show. I'm going to challenge them, because is there anything weirder than Garfield? I would say no. Definitely not. Yeah, no, that's, that's my recommendation for the week. And what's yours? Chris, I want to plug uh, If Books Could Kill. Like, okay, I'd like to hear about, about that. Which is about bad books. Oh, um, Specifically, like... Uh, books that are if you think of like the kind of books that you would you would uh, find people reading at the airport or you could buy mm. at the airport because they're like stupidly popular mm. um and it's it's by uh some people whose names i can't remember <laughs> it's by danielle <laughs> Steele and steve martini um, uh a, the host one of the hosts also has a does a five to four which is about the supreme court Oh, that's fun. Yeah. You know a thing I've noticed recently? I'm not I'm not in and out of the airport all the time these days, Jonathan. I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not a frequent traveler. But the last few years, I feel like the quality of the books in the airport bookstore store has really improved. Really? Yeah. I mean it's still not like it's not like if you're looking for the hippest independent bookstore in your area, that I would recommend going straight to your airport. But I feel like if you're in an airport and you're desperate for a book and you go to the bookshop in the airport, yeah, you what? You're probably going to find something there that you want to read. Actually, you know, in Portland there is a mm-hmm. there's a Powell's at the airport, and it's not there as good go. as like you know the the the, the main Powell's yeah. or any of the yeah, other satellite Powell's. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But for an airport bookstore, it's great. I was in, and so we've seeged into uh, our second subsidiary topic <laughs> this week, airport talk. I was in the Minneapolis-St. Paul airport recently, Jonathan, and I had heard tell of how there's a dedicated Prince store Ooh. in the airport, but I had never actually been there. Is he from Minneapolis? Yes, Prince is famously from Minneapolis. He's a proponent of the Minneapolis soul sound, funk sound, I would say. Uh, yeah, he's he's from Minneapolis and even lived there and recorded there for much of his life, you know, wow. even when he could have lived somewhere better or warmer. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a print store at the Minneapolis airport, and that makes it a lot of fun. That's, I'd go I was there, there, I was I was there recently there. on the yeah. way back from our grandmother's funeral, and, uh, you know, the fact that there was a print store at the airport really bombed the... It was a balm for the sadness of our grandmother passing away. That's that. That's a, a, a bittersweet and yet heartwarming story. You know, like on the um, one hand, death is inevitable and comes for all of us. On the other hand, hey, look at all this Prince memorabilia. Um, I, that I didn't sucks buy that you had to fly through Minneapolis that to get from fine. Honolulu to Kansas City. In fairness, it was to get from Kansas City to Honolulu. Oh, oh was so. it different on the way there? Yes, on the way there, I flew through LA from Honolulu to LAX to Atlanta to Kansas Ugh. City. Yeah, and 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 what were the what were the most interesting sights in in the those two airports? Yeah, it's a great question. I'll accept it. Uh, I mean, the Atlanta airport naturally has a Ted. Tur- I got nothing. Who's from Atlanta that I know? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Who's CNN. From- I'm sure there is a CNN store at the Atlanta airport. Um, okay. All right. Yes. Uh, this is uh, Friday, March 15th, 1985. It's being Jim Davis. Sure. Or being Bing Bong or whatever the fuck. Uh-huh. Richard Kind is here with us. Yeah. And today we're greeting the two. No, okay. I can't do Richard Kind's voice. Jonathan, it's in all seriousness, impossible. you should really check out the Richard Kind segment, Girl Talk. On yeah. John Mulaney's sack lunch bunch, I think I, you'll enjoy it a lot. I'm philosophically it's, opposed to John Mulaney. I think. Well, you know, he doesn't appear in that segment, Jonathan. It's just here. Here, <laughs> you, I'm going to describe. I'm going to describe just the premise of the of the premise of the segment to you, and defy you not to watch it. <laughs> the premise of the segment is Richard Kind is hosting a segment called Girl Talk with, like, I don't know, a half dozen 11-year-old girls, and they're discussing show business. All right. I and, mean, he keeps, and he keeps saying, Girl Talk. I'm looking for it. I'm looking it's for a lot it on the fun. internet. It's on the, it's on the Netflix show. Oh, it's a Netflix thing. Yeah. All anyway. right. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, You're yeah. listening to <laughs> Being Jim Davis. Maybe it's a duck. Maybe it's a rabbit. I mean, who the fuck even knows? It's just an ambiguous shape. I know. My we... name is. <laughs> go on. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I I interrupted you because I wanted to say that tagline. It, uh, yesterday we referenced the Adam Sandler vehicle click. Sure, no, I which think we I'm did positive that. neither one of us has seen. I have not uh, seen that one. No. Uh, t- today's synopsis reads: 
Click, Paren, 2006. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure there's another movie like in the last 30 years that is like exactly the same premise, but I can't think of what it is right mm. now. Oh, it's it's um, it, yeah. All right, it's, panel it's one. Garfield the Grand, is the Grand Budapest Hotel. Um, he's standing at the window. The window. Jonathan. Has... Friday, March 15, 1985. Garfield number two thousand four hundred sixty-two. Go on. It's raining outside. The, there's daisies on the curtains. Mm-hmm. And he's standing there holding the remote controls, pointing down at like a 45 degree angle. Yeah. And he's looking bored. And then in the next one, he holds it up and he clicks it and it goes click. And he Big still yellow. looks bored. Big yellow click. Yeah, he's pointing it at the window. Panel three. Outside, the thunderstorm has changed. Into I called it a thunderstorm because I think I was in my peripheral vision. I was seeing the uh, yellow like, like thing of the click, like sort of emanating the, the onomatopoeia from the remote control. I, I was I thinking think of right. that as a lightning yeah. bolt, um, but it's actually not a thunderstorm, it could, or it could be. But it, you know, there's no evidence of the thunder. Uh, it has changed from a, a rain, rainy, rainy night to a bright, sunny morn. Sun just peeking over the horizon. Yeah, there's, there, and there's Garfield just an is infinite green expanse. Yeah, a green, um, a sea of green. Some might say. And Garfield's uh, looking at the remote, and he's cradling it like a baby. Jonathan, I was going to say he was cradling it. Nice right. verb choice. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad. We're, I'm glad we're that simpatico. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm practicing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Garfield is thinking whatever John paid for this TV remote control, it was worth it. Right. Now, let's, okay. On its face, this is a dumb one that's not funny. (laughs) I would say. Uh, I, one interpretation... So, like, the one interpretation is like, oh, it's a magical remote control. It changes everything. Whatever. 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 We're not going to entertain that. Another interpretation, I guess, is Garfield is being Truman showed, you know? Hmm. Like, he's on a sound stage or something, and outside that window, it's not mm-hmm. rain or sun or anything. It's just a screen. That window's just a screen. And... Somehow he's got his hands on this this remote is like something the producer of the Garfield show uses hmm. or the set design. And somehow he accidentally got like they left it lying around. Hey, uh, Chris, can I reference another movie that isn't? I would um, like to. I would Truman like show? for that. I'd like for you to do that. Little movie. I'd called... like for that to you. I I like you it's do that. A little little, little, uh-huh. little movie called Ed TV. I've not seen Ed TV. No, no, nor have I. Well, I would like to re- reference the Weird Al Yankovic vehicle <laughs> UHF, Jonathan. This is basically the plot no of UHF. No relation. It's basically, you know, in a nutshell, this is the plot of the Weird Al Yankovic vehicle UHF. No Ed, I don't uh, know anything about Ed TV other than, than it was like, you know... Deep impact to the Truman Show's <laughs> Armageddon, or or, or never, Dante's Peak to its I, volcano, or, or you know I, one I, of those. Sure, no, I had never. I, it's a 
you mad, know that mad, mad, mad world to Garfield's Jaws. Um, Those are not. That's not. No, I'm referencing a real phenomenon. Basically, the. I mean, they're basically the same. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> this is not a great one. The the Ed TV was basically Wagner's Ring Cycle to Garfield. <laughs> um, read a book, listeners. Uh, read another book. Read twelve books. Uh, Jonathan, I've never actually seen the movie UHF. I know that it features Michael Richards, who later became famous as TV's Kramer. TV's Kramer versus Kramer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you and good night. I think we're doing a great job here. podcast was brought to you by the pitch drop podcast network like what you just heard support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop and while you're at it check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows